Welcome to Quilt and Tell, where quilters who love all aspects of the craft, from traditional and contemporary to art and modern, share their passion and perspectives on all things quilty. I'm Tracy Moody. I'm Lori Baker. And I'm Ginger Sheehy-Daddick. Today is our final bonus social distancing episode of the podcast, but don't worry, we're going back to our regular schedule of every other week for podcasts. Lori, Ginger, and I are going to catch you all up on what we've been doing, making, and what's been catching our eye on social media lately. So stay tuned. How are you, ladies? Doing good. How about you, Tracy? I'm good. How are you, Ginger? I'm hanging in there. Yeah, as usual. Yeah. Excellent. So to start today's show, I wanted to read a few letters. Now, after the last episode 34, which was, nope, sorry, 33, which was Alex Anderson and Joanne Sharp, and we had that long talk about um, what we call ourselves, and then the three of us talked more about it afterwards. We actually got a bunch of letters and I don't always know if I have permission to read letters on the air. So if you happen to write in and you're okay with us reading uh, the letter on air, please let me know in your email so that I, um, I know that I have permission. So I'm not going to read all of the emails because some of them are quite long, but I think you guys are really going to, especially you, Lori and Ginger, um, really be touched by what people had to say. Um, so first up, we got an email from Pat in Springfield, Illinois, and this is just a little excerpt. She said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was the best podcast I've heard in a long time. This episode hit the nail on the head. It was like you were in my head and expressing all the feelings I've been experiencing lately. I used to say, I'm a crafter, not an artist, or I'm a quilter, not an artist, but you have given me the permission to call myself an artist. Listening to Alex Anderson and Joanne Sharp with their quotes and experiences has freed me to be creative and go ahead and channel that second grader inside me. So I'm leaving my housework to go today and I'm going to be creative. Thanks again. You've brightened my day. Have a great weekend. Oh, that's so great. I liked it. That's I mean, good. Really. <laughs> really. But there were more. So another person said, I particularly love the conversation in this episode about giving yourself permission to just create, enjoy yourself, not get hung up on titles, needing to have everything done or perfect first. It's okay to make mistakes. And I think that's huge because it is okay to make mistakes. It's just like what Terry Lucas was saying last week about, you know, having your seam ripper handy, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, definitely. No, and I feel like that's definitely been an ongoing theme throughout this season in particular, I feel like, because um, all of us are striving to be so perfect and we don't need to be. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Okay, so we got one more letter, and I'm just going to read a little bit of this and not say who it's from because this one was a little bit personal. But she said, um, the comment later in the show about giving yourself permission to sew, to not have a perfectly clean house, that hit home. Then you said, 
And if you don't want to make masks, don't. I started crying. Back when this pandemic started, I was compelled to make masks for local first responders. And then I made them for the staff at my mother's assisted living facility. And I made some for my husband and son and a few close friends. But I've had to stop making masks. I started feeling very stressed about it, and I'm not sure why. I think I worry that the wearers may get sick anyway, and then I did not have, I did not do it right to protect them. Wow, what a burden to carry. I know, really. And I think, I, I know I personally had that in the back of my mind as well. Like, is it okay to be giving these out to people? Like, I don't know. And uh, you just, you, you know, know, it's a shame the, that the worst thoughts come to your head in those moments. But right? I'm glad that she doesn't feel, you know, she shouldn't feel bad at all. <laughs> well, and what I responded to her with was, you know, there was a whole article, I think it was New York Times or NPR, that actually did a whole study on what worked best. And they said quilting cotton kept 70 to 74% of germs out. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like that's better than them wearing nothing. Exactly. And, and that's all we can do. And I mean, now we see everyone is wearing masks all the time everywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I was walking over here and I saw a person driving in the car by themselves with their mask on. (laughs) And I wanted wanted to yell, you're by yourself in your own personal vehicle. You don't need to keep your mask on. Well, I know I've gotten into such a habit of it where I do like walk around with it and I don't, I forget I even have it on. And then I'm like, oh yeah. Or I'll like just put it underneath my chin and it feels like I've got like a little beard hanging down and <laughs> I'll just walk around with it and not even realize it. My daughter will be like, mom. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> sorry, I forgot it was there. So it's a shame. Like now I, I hate the fact that they're feeling such a part of what, where we have to go and what we have to do. It's, you know, it's becoming a part of us now. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, you know, and part of me feels a little bit bad about reading that out loud. Um, I did write back to her and I asked her permission, but never heard back. And so I just felt like it was important to read that excerpt and, and let other people know if there are other people out there feeling that way, please don't. Yeah. Yes. I think everyone knows that the homemade masks that we make are not N95s, Mm -hmm. right? And we're really just trying to help them. And, (laughs) and also, you know, we, we have a friend who um, has a neighbor that keeps knocking on their door, asking them to make masks for, you know, everybody. Um, And, mentioned, you know, came over and said, did the lady at the donut shop call you yet? (laughs) Um, so I, I just want to give permission to everyone to tell (laughs) those people, um, that, you know, it's not your job to make free masks for all of society. If you want to make masks, you go make masks. If you want to charge for masks, charge for masks. If you want to give them away for free, give them away for free. If you don't want to make a mask, don't make a mask. (laughs) You know, it's not a responsibility to, you know, (laughs) take care of every single person. Um, It's nice if you want to, but uh, it's, 
also okay to tell people when they're overstepping boundaries. We would tell them where to go if they came over and asked us to mend their jeans, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Can I just share a funny thing? I got a card this weekend um, from my husband's grandmother. And about a week or so ago, I had uh, made him send her some masks because she was complaining that she couldn't go out and this and that. So I made some and she's a very small woman. So I made them like where I was like, okay, I'll make them a little smaller. So that way, you know, they'll fit her or whatever. So I get this card from her and it's so sweet. She's like, thank you so much. Now I can go out. And she even drew like a little picture of her with a mask on. Like it was really sweet. So I called her right up and I was like, oh, Oh, thank you so much for the card. I was like, are the masks okay? And then she just comes right out and she's like, oh no, they don't fit. (laughs) (laughs) It was the funniest thing. I was like, oh, of course they don't fit. I'm like, oh yeah. So I was like, I'll make you some more. (laughs) Just a funny note. But she sent you a thank you note. So she did. Yes. She did. So it was one of those like. Uh, and I mean, this woman, she like you know, I love her to death, but she's a very hard woman to please, as you can tell. So it was like yes. I thought, like, yeah, I finally pleased her, and then of course she's like, oh no, they don't fit. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, I had a funny thing this weekend too. My um, the nice thing about about all this is um, you know the occasional FaceTime or Zoom call, and uh, my brothers have been calling me uh, pretty regularly, which is nice. Um, so we've been really connecting a lot lately, and uh, so one of my brothers works at um, a Home Depot. So he's been an essential employee this entire time. And they're huge Home Depot. He's been working there for 20 years. It's like a million dollar store. They are doing business like crazy. And the last, you know, they've been providing them with masks and someone has been giving them all homemade masks. So my other brother has COPD. And he's been working from home. He now just started going back to his office and he works, he's like a finance guy for um, a car dealership. And so he um, has very stringent rules. You know, like he, he knew he was going back. He asked me if I would make him masks. So I made him and his family masks and sent them. Well, my brother, other brother had come over for the first time this weekend now that they've sort of loosened restrictions. And he's like, where did you get these masks? <laughs> and my brother Todd is like, oh, Tracy made them for me. And he's like, Tracy made them? Where are my masks? <laughs> and part of me, when I had sent them masks, you know, I sent them a bunch. So I kind of thought that they would share some with Glenn. <laughs> but they didn't. So now I have to make new masks <laughs> and send yeah. them to my other brother. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's too funny. Yeah, no, you've opened up the floodgates now, so everybody exactly. wants Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, and I, I feel like I've been pretty lucky that not too many people have yeah. asked me because I just really haven't had time. But um, I've, you know, probably... I've, and I've, and I, you know, now I'm starting to feel bad. I've only made like 75. <laughs> <laughs> I know we hear some says. of these people. Yeah. But I mean, you hear yeah. some of these people have made thousands and I'm thousands. like, oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure to them. <laughs> we have gotten two emails that people had made over a thousand. Mm-hmm. And so that just makes me feel like I haven't made that many. <laughs> so, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get off masks. And oh, and if you want to write in, 
And, you know, tell us what you're thinking about what we've been saying. Our email address is quiltspodcast at goldenpeakmedia.com. And like I said before, let me know if, you know, uh, if you're okay with us reading it on the on the air, um, because we'd love to share your letters with our other listeners. I think it makes people feel better. And um, we'll go from there. All right, ladies. So what have you both been up to this week? Anything exciting? Well, I rearranged my studio. <gasps> oh, it just has always felt like, you know, there were just these little tiny, narrow spaces and no floor space. And I told my husband it'd be nice if it was a foot wider and a foot longer, but it's not. Um, so we just did a little bit of rearranging. So the the floor space is all in kind of one big place. Instead of being a long skinny place, it's a nice square and it feels bigger. It's not, I know it's not, but it feels bigger. And then I started sorting through books and tools and gave some to a neighbor. And now I'm starting on my fabric and I'm hoping that in another couple, three weeks, it feels all neat and tidy and organized. Probably won't happen because I'll get sidetracked. That's just kind of how I do. <laughs> or you'll have more fabric, more tools, more stuff coming in, of course. Exactly. <laughs> but, but for now, it feels good. I have another quilt in the frame ready to start quilting and it's little, it's probably only 60 inches square. So I should be able to get it done in a couple of evenings. I'm just going to do an edge to edge. Um, and that'll be one more thing to cross off the list. Nice. You've been very productive. I try yeah. really hard. It makes me a little jealous. <laughs> I know. But I keep telling you, remember that I'm an empty nester. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> makes a huge difference. Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. How about how about you, Tracy? What have you been up to? Well, I, you know, I, I part of me wants to say that we just recorded last week's episode yesterday, so not much. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't let them behind the door. <laughs> um, um, but I kind of had a fun thing happen. So did I tell you guys that um, when all the shelter in place happened, I loaned my featherweight to my neighbor? Yes, I knew I think that. So, yeah, 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 right. So, so she's been wanting to learn to sew, and um, I got a sheepish, sheepish text the other day that apparently the belt wore out on the featherweight, and she wanted to know where she could get one so she could replace it. Well, that's an eight dollar, you know, part, <laughs> maybe ten dollars, and. Um, and I, when I thought about it, I realized, you know, she hadn't worn it out. The last time I bought that belt was probably 2004. <laughs> so so it, it just needs a new belt and that's not a big deal. So um, I ran into her and um, we were, we were outside and, and she said, oh, you know, did, did you order it? I'd, I'd like to pay for it. And so I explained to her, I was like, no, no, it's a thing. So I finally went online and I went to the featherweight shop. Have you guys seen this shop? 
No. They They were actually at market when we were there last fall. And I... Every time I went by the booth, they were either swamped busy or they um, weren't, there wasn't anybody in there. And so I was a little frustrated because I wanted to learn more about this company. But I finally went on the website and oh my gosh, they have the coolest stuff. So I, you know, of course went to order my, my belts, but they had three different belts that you could buy. You could buy one that was like the old belts, like a reproduction. They apparently improved the belt and made it one that was stronger that actually has less wear on the machine. It's better for the motor. So that's the one I ordered. But then they also had one that was like an orangey red that if you wanted a color, you could just have a color, which was tempting. But I went for the one that was better for the machine. (laughs) Yes. But then they had all of these cool accessories. They had, um, I ordered a seam guide for the machine specifically, and it matches the color, you know, with the decals. Uh And so that you can create a perfect quarter of an inch seam. Um, They had all different kinds of feet. And they had these adorable. So there's a little, I don't know if you guys, if either of you has a featherweight or if you've seen one, but there's a little felt disc that goes under the spool. Right. And the, um, they had, not only did they have the red felt ones and then they had black ones that blended in, but then they had a little felt one that looks like a flower. And then they had two different patterns that you could buy to make a cute decorative one. And so I actually got a little kit for a little Dresden plate one that can go oh, under the spool. Nice. So oh, that's so cool. Cute. So any of you listeners, if you've got a featherweight, check out that website because they have the most adorable things. And I also bought some cute little felt pennants for my office that say quilter and like silly things, silly sayings on them. So when we, if we ever get back to the office, Lori, you'll see those. (laughs) What site is that? That is um, featherweightshop.com. Okay, cool. We'll put a link in the notes for that. Yes, for sure. we will. And I, I should nice. double check to make sure that I actually said that right. <laughs> if not, we'll have the correct one in the list. Yep, exactly. Yes, notes. exactly. So, yeah. and I, 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 of course, can't check. But so there you go. What have you been up to, Ginger? Oh, man, work. Unfor- well, fortunately, but unfortunately, you know, but it's been really fun, fun work. Um, we've been getting back into the studio. So I've been uh, working. We've been slowly putting in lots of safety precautions and all that wonderful stuff um, just so everybody can be safe going back in. But last week, we actually finished up um, a ser- new series that's going to be in the Quilting Daily subscription. So I will definitely put a link to the subscription because the series, it's called uh, My Quilt Style. And right now, that's the only way you you can see it. It's going to be six episodes. And we worked with two different instructors. Um, one was Kate Colloran, who we had on the show a couple of weeks ago. And then uh, the other instructor is Jenny K. Parks. And so some of you guys might have seen her if you've seen some of our past block of the months. Um, she was the instructor that was on those. And the whole idea is it's it's actually kind of a design show. And um, it's called My Quilt Style. And what we do is Jenny has picked three of her favorite love of quilting 
in quilts. And she basically goes through kind of her process of what she did to kind of redesign it and make it her own. So Jenny picked three of them, um, Love of Quilting, the Fonts and Porter Love of Quilting, and then Kate picked three from McCall's uh, Quilting Magazine. So uh, that's just the first season. There's six episodes, and the first one is already launched, and it's uh, it's in the subscription, and we're going to be launching two new episodes or a new episode every two weeks, basically. Hmm. Um, so be on the lookout for that, because that's been sucking up all of my time right now. So <laughs> we, we filmed the, the, the rest of the episodes. We had two before everything had kind of happened, and then we had to put everything on pause. So last week we were finally able to get back into the studio and we're going to be madly editing and then launching them as soon as we're done with the edit. But uh, it's pretty exciting. So mm. yeah, so that's that's been taking up a good chunk of my time and it's really fun. Um, both Jenny and Kate, they just have such great insights and such fun design styles, so much to learn about color and, um, you know, choosing your colors and and why you decide to, you know, put blocks where you put them and, and oh, it, it's so much information. So yeah. So do they mix up the design or is it really mainly about color placement? How does how, how is that sort of working it's out? It's funny too because I feel like in working with both of them, I've been able to really see they, they have different filming styles. You know, it's really funny and like different ways that they go about um, designing and making things their own. So Jenny was much more, hers was a lot about, um, you know, colors and using the color wheel and putting your aesthetic together. And those types of things. And she did change up some of the actual designs, kind of taking some of the original blocks and rearranging them and doing that. But uh, Kate, Kate just went crazy. Like, I loved it. Like she, when you see we have the before and after, like what the original quilt looked like and then what Kate's designs were. And she really went in and rearranged it and really like took the core of what the design was and really just kind of spun it around. And the way that she explains why she chose all the different methods it, it was pretty fascinating, actually. So, mm. uh, and it was really fun to work with both of them because they do—they both just have such different quilt styles, but then also just teaching styles because they're both instructors. Um, so, I, I, to me, it felt like I really—I personally learned so much on such a bigger scale than I thought I was going to when I started working with them. That's that's, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. So, sorry to turn it into an infomercial for my shows, but. <laughs> But this hey, has been sucking up my life here. It's what so. you've been working on. So Exactly, yeah. exactly. And plus, I think everybody's going to love it. Like, it's they're really fun and entertaining. And um, like I said, right now we're launching them in the subscription. And eventually, um, I think you are going to be able to buy the series as a download. But right now, the only way to get it is to uh, subscribe to the Daily uh, Quilting Daily um, video subscription. So we'll definitely put a link to that in there. So if anybody's interested, you can go check it out. Cool. That's very, very cool. So have you guys been seeing anything online that has, you know, inspired you? Oh, can I go first? Yes. Please do. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, um, we got a, a company-wide email asking for people who would like to participate in a crochet along. Oh, really? I have not crocheted for years and years and years, but I thought, yeah, that sounds like fun. So there's a Facebook group. I think it's called Interweave Crochet. Mm -hmm. And there's this cool crochet shawl, uh, scarf kind of thing. I started working on it. I've had to really think a little bit because I've forgotten a whole lot about how to crochet. Um, but that's what I've been 
looking at and seeing and enjoying besides quilting. So how does that make you feel like, does that, you know, inspire your creative juices to start flowing, to be working in a different medium than you normally do? Oh yeah. And I hadn't, I hadn't looked at yarn for years. Um, I think I can tell you that the last time I was in a short store specifically for yarn was before 2008. And oh, to wow. see the uh, yarn that's oh available now, yeah. oh, it's incredible. My isn't goodness. It? Yeah. I, I'm afraid of, of doing that. When I saw that email go around, I was like, oh, no, can't do it. Um, <laughs> and I've done crochet, like my grandmother and my aunt were big crocheters. Um, and so they taught me how to do it when I was little. And I've dabbled over the years, um, making some little things and it really hasn't progressed much past making a few blocks, um, of like little squares of crochet. Like I'm just, yeah, I'm okay at it. I can make a little, you know, one of those little knitted pot holders or crocheted little pot holders or, or rags that you use for washing things. Um, but that's really kind of it. However, I will say that I am friends with Beth Ferrier on Facebook. Are either of you friends with her? No, I know who yeah. she is, but yeah. I, I yeah, I've heard don't have name. her on my Facebook page. She's She's amazing at applique and um, she really has a really cool technique for um, doing what looks like hand applique with your machine. And so I've been following her for, oh, since probably the early 2000s uh, when her first book came out. And, uh, and then we got to meet a few years ago. And so we're friends on Facebook. Well, that woman <laughs> has been knitting socks and she's part of some group that has contests for how fast you can knit socks. And so she'll tell us ahead of time that, you know, the pattern's going to drop and sometimes it drops at midnight and <laughs> she wakes up and, and starts knitting at midnight and, um, and the socks are incredible. And I tell you that if there was one thing that I would love to learn how to do, it would be to knit socks. But then I'm afraid of what that, what can of worms that would open in my stash, because I just feel like I would just collect all the things. <laughs> and that, that yarn is, ooh, it is so beautiful now. Oh, so yeah. many different kinds to get. Yep. Well, and, and when I, when I first said that I would do this, I bought yarn for it. But then when I saw the specific pattern, I bought different yarn. So already a week and a half into this, I've got a spare skein of yarn. Ah, your stash is starting to build up already. Exactly. I love it. I love it. So what about you, Ginger? Have you seen anything cool lately? Yeah, it's so funny because I, you know, I love going on Instagram and I love, you know, just doing my scroll and trying to see stuff. And I have been noticing um, the name of the the woman. It's uh, Sayroy, S-A-R-O-Y. And uh, Sarah Ruiz, I think it's R-U-I-Z, is the uh, the quilter. And I love it because uh, she says uh, her little tagline is uh, quilter by night, 
NASA engineer by day. And I was like, how cool is that? How cool. But she has been doing postcards and she's been doing, I think it's like a, it must be a challenge that she's doing. It's 101 days, I want to say, of postcards that she's doing and uh, 100 days. So 100 days of postcards. So I'm just seeing all these like beautiful little postcard, quilted postcards that have been coming up. And if you get a chance to check it out, I'll definitely put a link in the um, show notes. They're beautiful. Like they're just tiny little postcards, but the detail in them and the colors and just everything. It's I've thoroughly enjoyed just watching them and seeing them. And I get excited every time I see a new one. <laughs> oh, have fun. That sounds yeah. awesome. And how about you, Tracy? Yeah. All right. Well, one of my favorite people who's been popping up on my Instagram is Bisa Butler. Oh, have you seen yes. her stuff? Yes. It takes my breath away every single time. She's an amazing applique artist. Um, She does portraits of people in fabric. And it's just, it, oh, I'll put a link and we'll see her work. She's amazing. Um, So she was actually supposed to have a... like a gallery show or I I, I wish I could remember off the top of my head what what she was and it got canceled because of the pandemic. Um, So she's more of an artist. You know, these aren't quilts that go on beds. They're quilts that go on walls um, and they are just stunning. So that is definitely something that's really been catching my eye lately. Um, and there was another one I'm trying to find. I might have to say, save it for next time. Um, but there is a quilter who is doing, she does paper pieced portraits. So I guess I'm really intrigued by portraits lately. Mm. (laughs) Um, and, and I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Um, so I'll, I'm just going to have to find her next time. Um, I was trying to look on my phone real quick and see if I could come up with a, if I had saved one of her images, but she came up in my feed. Um, I think she must've used a hashtag that I follow that was like quilting studios or something like that. Cause she was showing off her space and she has a, a really great space, but there was a a portrait that she did of Audrey Hepburn completely paper pieced. And then she's got one of Frida Kahlo and they're both stunning, stunning. (laughs) So I'll find a link and we'll put it in the show notes. How about that? Is that a good compromise? Yes, (laughs) that works. Yeah, definitely. All right, ladies. I think we're getting to the end of our bonus episode. Darn. I know. I'm kind of sad because I feel like we're not going to get to talk every week now. I Maybe know. Maybe we'll have to just sneak it in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for it. Let's do it. You're up for it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, it, it, I'm, I'm glad that that thing, the restrictions are lifting and we've, we're able to start moving about more. Um, and we've gotten through this, this crisis, this first crisis at least. And, um, it, I just wanted to tell you all that, that you've helped me get through this. And I want to thank you because you've, you've helped me through when I've been feeling down and made my birthday amazing. (laughs) 
And I just can't thank you both enough. Well, it's been delightful for me too. Oh my goodness. Helpful. Hopefully it's been as helpful for our listeners as it's been for me. It sounds like it has, given the notes that we've been getting all the the wonderful messages and letters. Yeah, it, it's really nice to get those emails coming through and and hearing from all of you listeners and, and knowing that you're enjoying the podcast and that we've, you know, given you a little brightness in the past few weeks. Yep. And we'll still be here. We still will be. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. going to be great. Like, oh, we, yeah. we're not going anywhere. So that's good. Yep. Well, thank you. All right. I, I know. I'm going to miss you guys till the next time we talk. I'll yes. Have, uh, hopefully lots more stuff. I have two days coming off and uh, and plan to do some quilting. So we'll have plenty oh, to talk good. about. <laughs> that's good. So we've got an exciting show for you coming up next week. We'll see you all then. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to Quilt and Tell. Remember, you can find more information about our sponsors or what we talked about today in our show description. If you haven't already subscribed, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends. Thanks for listening and happy quilting. The Quilt and Tell podcast is produced by me, Tracy Mooney, and our executive producer of podcasts is Jared Mayer.